I'll tell you one thing, if a little green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. Welcome to the Strange Podcast with Sam and Logan. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to The Strange Podcast. This is episode 48, and I'm Logan Marks. And I'm Sam Baxter. Today's September 20th, 2018. Time's going by really quick. I know, and it's like, getting dark so- sooner. I yeah. like that. Oh, I know. Ho- uh, Halloween's coming up. We got Ooh, October. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful. I love Halloween. I know. I like the cold mornings. It's <laughs> nice. Cold evenings. All crisp. Oh, yeah. Cool evenings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some campfires. It was, it was hot this summer. And then all those I fires... Know, like, I know. I, I I hate fucking summer. It's a piece of shit time. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know. I got people like telling me like, like I'm like talking to people at work and like, hey, I'm like, you know, sending them messages. Hey, how you doing today? Oh, it's raining today. I'm just dreading all this winter, you know, this rain coming up. I'm like, fuck. Like in the summertime, you knew I was dreading it and you all rubbing in my face. How sunny it is every day and shit. <laughs> Now they're all in Yeah, now they're all, all like already depressed. Oh, <laughs> the clouds are coming in. So, you know, it's like, you know, you told me to move somewhere where it's going to rain most of the time because I like the rain. Now I'm telling you to get the fuck out of here and go move to Florida <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Like, <laughs> go to Arizona. Yeah, you know, go somewhere where it's hot all the time. If hang, that's what hang you Hanging with need. all the old people. Like, I know. I can't like, take the cold anymore. <laughs> I like the Four Seasons. I don't know. I think the Four Seasons is, you know, there's something to be said it's, about that. It's too cold, I can feel it in my bones. Yeah, but this, yeah, I, I like having, you know, snow, rain, you know, sun, you know, it's 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 great. Wind, it's all it's all it's all nice, all the elements. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps it from getting boring. Boring. I know, I know. There was one year where we spent uh, Christmas in California when I was a kid. Oh God, that was so weird. I mean, there's pictures of like, <laughs> you know, I was like a young kid, and there was like pictures of Frosty and stuff all over. I'm like, well, where's the fucking snow? Oh, like, this is, yeah, I know. I, I remember. Was, I was like, this is I bullshit. We went, yeah, I remember we went to Mexico for like the whole like three months of the oh, winter. Oh God, that must and have it been felt weird. So weird, yeah, because it didn't snow, but they still had like uh, Christmas stuff up. Yeah, and you're like, and this I was like, what the freak? So snow, it's not even cold out of here. Yeah, I know. That's it's and they're being right. all freaked out. I was like, how's how's Santa gonna know? Where exactly, I'm at? I know. He, there's no chimneys in any of these houses. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we're in another country, and he doesn't know where I'm at. God, he can come to this shithole. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he only goes to America. That's what I know. Hell, <laughs> That's what I learned in school. <laughs> he won't come to Mexico. No, not us, poor folks. <laughs> We just get coals in our stockings. Right? <laughs> Montezuma's revenge with that water. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some new underwear. I know. You're gonna I, need know it. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> no, go take a shit. <laughs> so we get to bathrooms like this week um, at work. There's a guy. So every once in a while, you know, being a guy, you know, you you you're at the urinal, and every once in a while, there's like somebody that that I know that I work with, you know, that I know pretty well. I walk in and they're already there taking a piss, and I'll kind of like come behind them and like I'll put I'll just kind of put my hand on their back real soft. And then <laughs> 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 I did to one guy this week. He's like the newest guy. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, like freaked out. I'm not in a bathhouse. Yeah, he was all like, oh, he's like, oh. he's like, oh. I didn't I didn't know who that was. I was like, take it easy, guy. I didn't touch you anywhere that would feel good. I just got to touch you on the back real soft. That's so creepy. I know, I know. That's why I did it. There's another guy that I've known. He's all, like, having, he's all having flashbacks. Yeah, I know. God, molested. stop prison no! again. Not again. No. Yeah. It's like I'm back at the YMCA. There's, a, there was, there's another guy that I've known for like 18 years, and he was he was taking a leak, and... He always keeps his phone on his on his belt, and I was just like, "Fuck, I hate that." So, as I was walking in, he was there taking a piss, and I just kind of flicked it with my finger. I just flicked his phone. <laughs> and the little look he had, he was like, "Who the fuck is touching me as I piss?" He turns his head with his eyes all squinty, like, like, like he's Superman. He's gonna burn me with his fucking <laughs> infrared rays. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Yeah. Surprised didn't turn around and pee on you. I know. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be worth it. It'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> be worth it. I don't know about that. <laughs> if, if it happens, I'll tell everyone. I won't be, I won't be too... Too proud to tell everybody. I won't be ashamed. I'll fucking tell everybody. <laughs> like I said, you just you just kind of like you put it on the back like, oh god, and just kind of freak out. Okay. Anything goes in the bathroom. Oh yeah, especially at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's where everything's on limits in the men's bathroom. <laughs> anything goes, folks. Anything goes. So have you checked out anything good? Watch anything uh, new? Any new movies? I mean, watch it that uh, Norm Macdonald has a show on Netflix. It's pretty good. Is it pretty good? Yeah. I've only gotten like three episodes into it. How many does he have? I didn't see how many. I just I just started watching it. So like the the first one, it had uh, David Spade mm. and then uh, Drew Barrymore. And then he had uh, David Letterman on. Oh, how was that? They're pretty They're pretty funny. Are like, because his sense of humor, like he... he kind of weird, a little bit different. Yeah, he has a he has a weird sense of humor. Like, yeah. it's it's... And a lot of it's like awkward jokes sometimes. Sure, yeah. <laughs> he'll tell the jokes and stuff, and then like like uh, you can tell like he'll piss off some. <laughs> oh, <laughs> some of the guests he'll get like I like that. Yeah, As you can tell, like, I like pissing off. People. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell like the, you can tell they'll get annoyed and shit. Like yeah. <laughs> like with David Spade, he kept like uh, talking about how they had a cut to break and stuff, and then like they but then he would keep going with the interviews, and he was like, well, "Are we on break or what's what's going on?" <laughs> And then like he kept getting, and then like every like every five five minutes, so he was like, "Oh, we got to cut the break again." And he's like, "Dude, didn't we just cut? The, are we are we on the air or are we not on the air?" <laughs> so just confused, you know? Yeah, just a little bit irritated. Yeah, he was getting all pissed off. It was pretty funny. <clears throat> hmm, I have to check that out. No McDonald had a farm. All right. Well, I haven't seen that show. I did want to see Predators last weekend, but my woman was out of town and I had the kids, so I couldn't go take. Uh, see it. I, t- I told you, you should just take your kids, man. They need to learn that stuff early. Man up, boys. Man up. <laughs> I'm going to show yeah. you this horror gore movie. They got to know about that stuff. I know. It's part that of life. going to get beat up, beat up at school. It's all part of life. <laughs> Aliens and fucking predators. <laughs> fucking hunting people you down. You didn't watch Predator. I got to kick your ass. Yeah, I know. I can't. Um, have you heard anything about it? Do you know if it was any good? I've heard. I've had two friends go. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet because I don't like to go like to the openings of anything because oh, sure. too many people. Yeah. It annoys me. Um, but like I had two friends that watched it. They said it was pretty good. That they really liked it. It reminded me kind of like the eighties. Oh, the Arnold one. Yeah, the, the old original Ar- one. Arnold yeah, that one. Yeah. that one was fantastic. That one still holds that up. It, yeah. So they said it had that kind of tone. That I watched. I watched that one the other day. Mm-hmm. The How'd original one. How'd you feel? Uh, it was. It was still pretty still badass. Still good, huh? <laughs> yeah. that movie just it always makes up, me. Man. Yeah, I just get all excited when they do the handshake. When they yeah, <laughs> when they you know, they like, all like trying to outdo each other. Yeah, with wrong you turn into a pussy. You yeah, know, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pushing too many pencils. Yeah, pushing too many pencils. <laughs> Something, whatever he says. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was that was. And the whole movie was good. That movie still. Yeah, holds you're like, up. yeah, yeah. That's that's a, that's a this, man show. This is a man's movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no woman should be watching this. <laughs> she, she might get pregnant. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. Just from the handshake. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably try to go watch it this this weekend because my 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 lady's gonna be out of town, so I'm just probably just go by myself and watch oh, it. Nice. Because everybody everybody I know watched it already. Oh, do they? Yeah, sure. the ones telling me that it's good. I was like, oh shit, I might as well go watch it. <clears throat> so yeah, we'll we'll see. Hopefully they'll be. It'll be good. Hopefully it'll be good. Excited. Yeah, we'll see. I'm we'll stoked. See. We're gonna take a break here. We come back. We're uh, we'll get into uh, some funny news stories. It's time for strange news. Alright, so we're back. So the first item, first strange news we have, I have this one. A suspicious item turns out to be a science experiment. So this is doesn't sound weird in itself, but police officers spent two hours investigating a suspicious plastic container found behind a Missouri sandwich shop before determining it was a high school science experiment. <laughs> so, 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 so uh, KNBC TV reports that police were summoned Tuesday to a Jimmy John's in Platte City on the northern edge of Kansas City metropolitan area. So I guess it was a plastic container that they encountered was filled with a blue fluid attached to some other items. So officers eventually determined it was an experiment meant to demonstrate how hydrogen can be used as power. <laughs> 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 
Till the student who built it demonstrated to friends inside of Jimmy John's. Then he left it behind the store so other friends could see it. But some other person came out, saw it, and called the cops right away. Now, I understand they're being, you know, safe. And good thing it was nothing bad. Nobody got hurt. But that's just... It must have been a good experiment if it could. It took a couple hours for some cops to... <laughs> I know to figure out what it is. Yeah, God, what is this blue stuff? Turns out it's just gack. I know. I know. <laughs> gack? <laughs> <laughs> in the purest form, gack. The purest form of gack. <laughs> yeah. You think it was just like somebody would just saw it there and just like threw it away. Or some, or maybe one of the people who already saw it would say, yeah, this is just an experiment. You know, one of the people that were already working there yeah, and saw some, it. some kid left it here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our buddy, you know, he came by earlier. He showed us what this is. This is what it is. But yeah, the cops, unfortunately, the cops had to spend two hours on that. <laughs> two hours? <laughs> well, like, like 90% of that time was just getting Jimmy John's. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> sandwiches and shit. <laughs> Hey, what do you guys did? You guys figure it out now. Give me another sandwich. <laughs> good job, boys. I know, good, no, job. good work. That's good, some good sandwich eating, boys. So, so uh, yeah, I'm glad nobody was hurt, but um, unfortunately, the cops—that's what they do. They figure things out, and uh, it was just a science experiment, folks. Thanks, thanks for keeping us safe. From, yeah, I know. Uh, from high school or school projects. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had, the cops were doing some good work on, on this story. All right. So two women faced felony drug charges after agents with the Catham Savannah counter narcotics teams found uh, that they were selling uh, marijuana edibles at a church event in Georgia. So agents say that uh, a lady, Ebony Cooper, 28, and Leah Presley, 26, were opening, were openly selling THC lace baked goods at the event on at, on at the event at the church. Hey, man. These religious folks need to believe in something. This helps. <laughs> this helps these, these brownies will make you see God. Yeah. <laughs> so the like I guess the police agents uh, they caught on to this. They were kind of they noticed what was going on. What they they were even like advertising it on Facebook. <laughs> what? They were advertising selling, these edibles? Yeah, on Facebook that they were selling them at the church. Holy and so, shit! Like, the, so had the agents come. They were like they they kept an eye on her. Mm-hmm. On the two on the two girls, and then they followed them to another location where they were were selling. I guess they were selling it at another church too. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking hustling. So they, they, they pulled them over and they and they searched the vehicle. And inside, they say they found large amounts of uh, marijuana edibles and more than a thousand dollars in cash and a loaded gun. <laughs> oh shit! The no. fuck so they meant business, mean? man. Fucking holy rollers. God dang! And and they and you know what? A thousand dollars in cash. You know how many people bought that shit? I know. <laughs> Fuck, man! I'm telling you, man. Those are some high. Those are some fucking customers, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, remember, I mean, remember on Friday, Chris Tucker. See, even even religious folks be smoking the weed. Remember, he was, remember <laughs> Bernie Mac? Just give, give yeah. me a little bit for my cataracts. Remember, oh, my cataracts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's all making it up. <laughs> yeah, these fuckers are just smoking it up, getting high at the church. I might go to yeah. that church. I might check out that church. <laughs> well, apparently the church. <laughs> they say the church was unaware of any of the any of the. Oh sure, on. yeah. But yeah, that's that. We I don't mean, condone we, this stuff, but uh, we yeah, got I mean, shit. Like, yeah. We allowed it to oh. be sold at our fucking <laughs> potluck. Jesus would never smoke pot. Never. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know anything about this stuff. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I bet. I bet you they did know. I bet you they did. I, I'm pretty sure they did, and I wouldn't. If they were selling that much, if they made a grand in cash, I bet there, you were getting their cut. I, I bet mean, you the churches get their cut. Out. I, bet you the, I bet a lot of those guys were smoking that, eating that shit, man. I mean, why not? I mean, why does it got to be so taboo about all that? I don't know. That's just me. I don't feel like it needs to be all taboo. Like, you smoke, you you have some edibles, you, you smoke some weed, big deal. I don't know. Yeah, I never thought it was a big deal. <clears throat> I know. I, I've never known anybody like smoke weed and actually do like. Crazy ass shit. Usually, just fucking get hungry and sit around and watch fucking TV. Basically, same here. Um, I, f- I know more people that did more harm with alcohol than than yeah. smoking weed. And I'm not I'm not trying to talk shit about alcohol, but I'm just saying that weed's got a real bad rap, and I, I don't think it needs to be as bad. But again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying that it's better for you or better in any way. But <clears throat> I, like you said, a lot of people that we've known, we've known a lot of people that do that stuff. <laughs> We've just known them, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, they've always seemed pretty cool. So, more, more power to you. Go, good job, you religious folks. I like you. I think I'm, I think I might like religion a little bit. More. Have, no, have more respect for yeah. them. Yeah, I can respect weed. that church. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> do they need to? 
Did he need a donation or something? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got this other story right here. So this uh, owner of a Chinese restaurant in Louisiana found with roadkill in their cooler. The owner of a Chinese restaurant in Louisiana is facing possible jail time after a spotted fawn was found in a cooler inside the eatery. Fucking fawn, man. <laughs> it's like a, a... That's a deer, right? Yeah. Like a small one. If it was like a cat or dog, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, eh, deer's alright. I guess deer, but you mean, deer. Shit. I mean, people hunt them down. Yeah, I know. I know. So, um... I guess it depends on how long the deer's been out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if it was like a fresh... Like, it just got freshly hit that morning. Yeah, and I know. Like, well, you know, we don't want to waste some meat. We, you yeah. know, we can sell this shit. Yeah. It's free meat. What do yeah. you know? You know, what do you do? So this guy, uh, some Chan Chatopanya, I'm butchering his name, but fuck it. 61 <laughs> of Winsboro was cited for possession of a spotted fawn after a Franklin's Parish Sheriff deputy found the animal during a security check at the Golden Hen Restaurant in Winsboro. So the, the deputy discovered an open door and proceeded inside to clear the building when he found a dead spotted fawn in the cooler. So this is what the, wild, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife said. Um, the wildlife agents were dispatched and found that Chatiana, the owner of the restaurant, later at his home where he was butchering the fawn. So he took that shit home. Um, he told the agents he found the animal dead on the side of Highway 17 and took the roadkill to his restaurant where he stored it in his cooler. Then he took the fawn to his house after learning that the deputy may have seen the dead animal in his cooler. So... <laughs> <laughs> So are they upset that he took the animal or is that he was going to serve it to people? Hold on. Or hold on. Possession of a spotted fawn is punishable by fines of up to $750 and in between 15 and 30 days in jail. Oh, really? Yeah, so that motherfucker should have left it there. Uh, well, it seems like a waste of meat. Like, especially, I don't know. Yeah, but how often do you see a deer on the side of the road and you think, oh, I should eat that? If I know people that, like, they hit a deer and they're like, well, I better just throw it in the Yeah, back. yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe they hit it, but I'm talking about finding one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit different, right? I think uh, so. I remember, I remember I used to watch this documentary on, like, people would, like, dumpster dive. Mm-hmm. And they'd go, like, behind grocery stores and they would, just you know, get, like... Just get whatever the they, leftovers. Yeah, like, the expert the stuff that was expired, they would take it. Because it was still... A lot of this food, they, they got rid of a lot of food that was still yeah. really good. I know, I know Safeway, remember, they used to do that when we used to work there. Yeah, you know, it's like, just like throw the donuts would be like, yeah, they would just toss it. I remember asking them, like, hey, why don't we give it to some, like, homeless shelter? Nope. No, because then, cause well, then no one's going to pay somebody for it. Get, yeah. Well, no, not just that, but they, they oh, said somebody gets sick. sick. Yeah, that's right. They, what if they get sued, right? So they just read yeah, it to away and then give it to anybody. Yeah, that's true. So, But, I, like, I, yeah, in, in, a, in that documentary, there was, there was this one guy that he would just go around and he would just pick up roadkill and he would eat it. He would, like. I'm assuming he'd cook it, right? Well, yeah, he'd cook it. I mean, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> but like fuck. he like, but he was like picking up like fucking like, raccoons and weird, like, yeah, like, weird ass animals that. and stuff, and he'd be like, yeah, you're just, you're just okay. get the fur off. And... I get that. I get that if you're poor and that's how you lived. But this guy owns a restaurant, man. This guy, <laughs> this guy's got money. Well, this true. guy, you know, this guy ain't no dumpster diver. You know, he's. I think this guy's got some cash. He's got. Well, a... I mean, he, it might not have been a good restaurant. <laughs> Maybe I know. You know, he might have yeah, been like, might've... well, you know. He, he, might been, uh, he might have been planning just to fucking, you know, fucking, disper- you know, sell in his restaurant, like put in his food or something. Who knows? Uh, maybe. maybe maybe that's what he was gonna do. You know, like, hey, I'll save some cash. Maybe he's on hard times. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we don't know. Maybe this guy's the victim here, guy. Yeah, he's the victim. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to feed his family, man. I know. How dare these fucking cops? <laughs> fucking prosecute him with the actual law. Oh, come on, come on. Just so, trying, to, trying to make it. So anyway, I thought that was a little bit weird. Um, I, again, I've never eaten roadkill. I hope I never get to any point in my life where I have to do that. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna frown on that right now. <laughs> I've never done it either, but like, if, if somebody's <laughs> brave enough to do it, more power to them. <laughs> yeah, like I said, if you're on hard times, man, I, I, I can hey, see that people hey. doing that. Like you said, you watch some show. Some people live off that. There's like a lot well, of people. They just leave society. They like live under the ground. Have you ever seen that? Like in New York City and stuff. Yeah, I've seen that where they like, they, they like they uh, they make like, like actual, wires. Yeah, like and they, they just like hook up to the the city's power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all free stuff, and they live underground. They don't want to pay rent. They don't want to live in an apartment or a home and deal with all that stuff. They just live underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I guess if you can I mean, get away with it, yeah. If there's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah. If you can sustain, I again, I've never done that. I, w- I think that would be hard for me because I'm not used to that. 
but shit, people can get really creative on in tough times. Oh yeah, it. You know, if you if if you can live that way, go for it, man. Yeah, live off exactly. the grid, man. Live it off, yep. Don't let the government get you. Oh. Stay away from the man. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> so I got, <laughs> I got a story here. Man, are, man, a man is wanted by the police for being filmed setting his daughter inside a a barber cut light cabinet, which is one of those. You know when you go and, and there's all those dolls and stuff in, in the cabinet and you have to get the little joystick and try to get the little claw oh, yeah, to yeah, pick yeah. up dolls? You have to hit the button so and it goes down and it closes. Yeah, and it pulls out. So, so pretty much there were some prizes, some really nice prizes in there. Okay. So he his daughter was small enough to go into the front opening. So he got her in there and and had her had her like grab all the, all the stuff that was in there and, and, and hand it to him. And while he was doing that, some ladies saw him, and so they got him on camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got they got him on camera, but he he got away though. He made off with like a Nintendo Switch and a th- uh, 3DS. <laughs> oh shit! So these weren't like fucking yeah, so like the g- toys. These weren't like dolls or anything. <laughs> no, they weren't like yeah, they weren't dolls. These were actually pretty good. Like really these are actually prizes. real prizes. Yeah, this is some real shit. Yeah, but people Holy were walking shit. by and they see they're seeing that they've had the little toddler in there and people were like, "Oh man, that's so unsafe! Like, how would why, how can you do that? You know, have yeah. your kid in there?" And I'm like, "Oh wait, he's getting this two hundred dollar item and stuff. That's why." Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! So he got away. Yeah, so they're looking for him right now. So <clears throat> if you see the guy with the DS and a Nintendo Switch and the and the little, and the little kid, <laughs> <laughs> call the police. <laughs> <laughs> call Nintendo, help them get their money back. <laughs> you know what I think? I the way I think about it is like, man, those things are rigged for you to lose. That's so what this, I've been telling people, but a lot of people tell me that I'm a, I'm just a big baby about it. But so like, if, I agree if, with you. If, if this guy found a way to win the prizes, a mm-hmm. more power to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to run the system, right? It's, it's just an exploit. <laughs> yeah, if they put it, they put him in there. I mean. Eventually they made it big was, enough for a child to go in there? Fuck it. Yeah, they, they put him in there, and they're expecting somebody to win the prize, right? So somebody found a way to get it out. This was not use the claw. Yep, exactly. Hey, fuck it. It's done. They got it. Fucking case closed. <laughs> so I got this weird one here. It's kind of gross, but this Kentucky woman, she released her bowels on the cop to avoid being arrested. So this 26-year-old is trying to resist arrest. She was handcuffed and charged with assault after she reportedly released her bowels on the arresting officer. Uh Amanda Peters was arrested Saturday and is being held at the Madison County Detention Center online record show. So they basically said that um, this Peters lady, Amanda Peters, gave the officer a fake name after she was tracked down on an outstanding warrant in a neighboring county. So basically they finally caught her and she just started pissing and shitting herself. Hoping that the cop would just like, oh, I'm ghost out, I'm out. Nope. The law fucking didn't give a shit about her shit. And she got busted. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's kind of gross. <laughs> so they still took her in? They took her in, man. She no, I gotta let her get away. I mean, they'll fucking just probably hose her down or something. Or maybe they'll let her sit in her own fucking squalor. I'd hate to be the cop to have to like bring her in all fucking shit all over. Her. I know. I mean, you know, I wonder how many times things like that do happen though. You know, the cops have to deal with things. You know, people that are really gross and and, and try doing or do whatever they have to do right to get out. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure this shit happens all the time. Exactly. It's, so it's somebody's uh, like gonna make their life hard just because they don't want to go to jail. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, like if I do this, the cops will let me go. You know, they don't want to put up with me. And it's like, man, eh. they're like, nope, I'd rather fucking bust you and let you sit in your own shit. You know, you can sit. I'm sure, I bet they let her sit like that for a while. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't I, they probably know, put in the holding. Yeah, in the holding. Just let her fucking just yeah, take their time with it. Exactly. Before they process her. I mean, the cops can, you know, when they get you in there, they can do what they want. I mean, basically, essentially, right? So Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So she just made things worse for herself. So I'm pretty know, maybe, sure they weren't. I'm pretty sure they weren't going to be leaning on her after that. Maybe she just really needed to go, and like, that's why she was. That's why she was speeding. <laughs> <laughs> she did it various times because you just had to keep going. <laughs> well, good job, cop. I'm glad you put up with that shit. Literally. Oh man, that's disgusting. Well, keeping with the the ass theme. <laughs> mm, all right. So I. 
There's a man that was arrested by custom department in uh, Indira Gandhi International Airport for allegedly trying to smuggle one kilogram of gold by hiding it up his rectum. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so uh, a 24-year-old pastor was was intercepted upon arriving from Dubai. So during the personal search, he was discovered that he had he had the um, the gold baby shoved up his ass. He had like nine gold bars weighing about oh, one point zero four kilograms inside his rectum. Damn. God. And those That's... bars, those bars are pretty pretty good size. It's like a <clears throat> it's like a one by three. One so is... basic. So basically, one point zero four. That's for those of us in the United States. That's two point two nine pounds. Yeah, two point two nine pounds of gold up his ass. That's what you're saying. Yeah, so they're like bars that are like yeah, about one and a half inch by three and a, three three and a half almost mm-hmm. by almost an inch. So it's put they're, they're pretty good sized bars. <laughs> so man, I, I don't even know why I'm talking about this. Why was he? Why do I care? But I'm gonna ask. Why was he transporting gold? It didn't, like, they didn't really say why he was. Maybe, I, I understand drugs. I understand drugs. Well, you know, like there's drugs. a lot of times, like they, there's like you have money, right? So you have to launder that money, okay. or the, you know, like or money or whatever you have. You don't you don't want the government to know that you have it. Okay. So you don't you know so you don't have to put it through customs. So you you know you fucking smuggle. So it he thought maybe like if he did, somebody would steal it from him or something. No, I mean because like if you. If you go from one country to another, mm-hmm. you can't you can't take large large amounts of money like that. Hmm. You have to like you have to it has to you go to de- yeah. yeah, you have to declare it and everything. Yeah, and and hmm. so that's probably what they were doing with the gold. God, up your ass. But apparently that wasn't the only incident. There was like a uh, there was another case where like a French national and in India were arrested for allegedly trying to smuggle gold into the into the country as well. So both were accused. Had arrived in Dubai Airport from, and it was from like different locations. So I don't know what's going on or why there was <laughs> why there's yeah. so many people that was happening I mean, to. I mean, I remember listening to the radio like years ago, like when I used to listen to Art Bell. They did have gold, you know, invest in gold, you know. But never, I guess if it's up this guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he was shitting bricks because they got busted. Gold. Dang man! So what did he get? Like, did he get? Did it say if he got any like a lot of jail time or something? Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know the rules of de- declaring stuff like that. I mean, I guess, I guess that's not a federal offense, is it? I You know, I don't know. It didn't really say. They're just saying that they were... Uh, well, I guess that's not important. The important thing is this guy had gold up his ass. So, so, <laughs> so they got arrested and they seized the gold. Yeah, so. shit. All that for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> should have declared it. It's like so Rick did, and Morty. You got to shove it way up there. Yeah. <laughs> so did, did they say how they found it? Apparently they just did like a personal search on him, and he just was unlucky. Dang. Well, you know that you know they probably have those like X-ray things. I mean, how are you gonna you oh. know go through because the X-rays well big old chunk of gold on you. Man, <laughs> if they have that shit, don't even do that. <laughs> I mean, obviously you can't hide anything now. I know that's what I was thinking. It's like I mean they probably scanned everybody when they went through. Yeah. So. Dang. Fuck. All right. Well, poor guy, but. We'll stick with the asses. So a man. This <laughs> <laughs> last story I got is a man accused of rubbing produce on his butt in Northern Virginia grocery store. So this guy <laughs> was arrested in Northern Virginia grocery store after he was seen pulling down his pants and rubbing produce items on his buttocks. Police say. The suspect then put the items back on the shelves. A loss prevention employee at the store told authorities. So this guy was just grabbing fruit. Fucking pulling his pants down and rubbing it all over in his ass and shit, and uh, so they called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> he got arrested. What would you do? <laughs> I, the bad thing for the store is the last the last uh, sentence says is the store had to destroy several pallets of produce after the incident. So <laughs> I'm not oh, sure why they. Man. <laughs> yeah, because well, they don't put, know which one he exactly. You don't know how, how much food you probably put back on all those pallets, man. So they just had to destroy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. But it's like Russian roulette if you try one. Of- yeah, I mean, I know people <laughs> should wash their food anyway, right? You should be washing your food. So, <laughs> so this shouldn't be an incident, right? <laughs> I mean, we're um, all so told to wash be, our food. That should be a lesson to everybody: wash your fruit. Yeah. <laughs> your vegetables. If people tell you not to, this is the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, some motherfucker Especially will rub it in. Kind of, kind of uh, yeah, visible. some motherfucker will rub it in his ass. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. <clears throat> That's all I got, man. I don't know. We had a lot of ass shit. A lot of themes, huh, with ass and and shit. Dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's just a lot of... I'm not sure why that is. Uh, a lot of people are feeling comfortable with their asses. That they're willing to put <laughs> shit up. They don't want shit coming out. They want shit going in. Damn. So that's weird. That's weird. But um, that's hey, awesome. people got their vices, and I'm not here to judge anyone. Hey, we don't judge. We don't judge. Whatever you want to nope. do with your ass is fine, as long as you don't put it on my fruit or. My yeah. Food. <laughs> yeah. Or right. Please, or, please don't pour on my fruit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when we come back from our break, we'll get into the stories. Uh, I got some disappearances of whole, whole groups of peoples. So come on back and we'll talk about that. Alright, and we're back. So, I have these. I was reading. I was reading about some stuff online, and I would also watch this movie. Do you remember the movie Phantoms a while back? It was like in the late Phantoms? 90s. Yeah, oh, Phantoms. Is that with Ben Affleck? Yes. You remember that one? <clears throat> yeah, I, I do a little bit. Yeah, it's we're. Been a long time. Yeah, it was basically like. Um, like a whole town. Like people came, came to the town, and everyone was just gone. And they couldn't figure out why, and it was like they were seeing like yeah, like phantoms of of people that were that they existed there, but <clears throat> they were like gone. So anyway, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. But basically, you know, like I said, I thought it was kind of creepy, you know, because the whole town was gone, and that was like the very first movie that I can remember seeing like that, where where everyone had disappeared, not just you know uh, like one person, you know, like whether it be a kidnapping mm-hmm. or they disappear somehow into another dimension. But um, yeah, so I was I was looking up some stuff about that. Like, has things like that happened? So of course we know about um, the Roanoke Colony. You know what I'm talking about, right? The which colony? The Roanoke. It was. It's basically like the oldest mystery in this nation. Like in the 16th century, more than 100 colonists like vanished from Roanoke Island in North Carolina. Do you remember that one? So I'll, no, I'll talk. I don't. About I've it. never heard of it. Okay, so basically, okay. like uh, the colonists had arrived in 1587 under like there was like English colonists under John White and he was a friend of Sir Walter Raleigh and they were part of the second <clears throat> or third you know attempt to settle the area so the earliest days of the colony seemed to have been touched by you know they were blessed because um, White's daughter gave birth to the first English born child on the new world right they were the new they were the first settlers here first anchor babies yeah exactly <laughs> first anchor babies and <laughs> So, um, so they they had they had a relationship with the Native Americans there, but it it was kind of getting soured, you know. Um, the the colony was having a hard time getting started, you know. So he was they were kind of running out of supplies, and you know there was a little bit of problems. They probably didn't have enough weapons, you know, to kind of, um, you know, maybe if they if they felt like they were going to get attacked by the natives, you know, they probably f- they didn't feel like they were prepared. So, mm-hmm. you know, White was persuaded to go back to England to get reinforcements and supplies. So, you know, because, you know, there was no planes back then, you know, he had to take a boat and storms um, and like, you know, the sea and, and there was a war with Spain. It delayed his return for three years. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Oh, shit. That's a long time. Yes. It's, it wasn't like, you know, two weeks, man. It was like three years. So when he got back to Roanoke Island, he found no sign of his family or any other colonists. All gone. Um. The only clues of the whereabouts seem to be the letter C-R-O carved into the tree and the word Croatoan carved into a fence post. So what he had done before he left was he told the settlers that um, should they have to leave or flee or something, wherever they were going to go to like leave, um, they should carve a sign of the place mm-hmm. they were going to and they should add a cross, you know, put a cross on next to it, you know, God and all that stuff. Okay. But he didn't find a cross. Um, but he did find a mess of broken and spoiled belongings. So he presumed the settlers had gone on to live with the friendly Croton tribe. But I guess bad weather and other mishaps prevented him from going to the island where the tribe lived. 
So, you know, like again, back then, there's no roads or anything. He has to make his way through all the, the, the marshland and everything. And because of bad weather, it, it delayed him from getting there. So eventually, um, he got over there, but he, he the colonists, there was no sign of them ever being there. So some really? people, yeah, they just like disappeared. They didn't go there. And there was, like I said, everything was picked up. Like everything was gone. They left everything there. So like some today, some people believe that the colonists just assimilated in the local tribes. But there's no real proof of that, right? There's no, they can't find any real proof of that. Mm-hmm. So archaeological digs at the Hatteras Island have found the late 16th century European artifacts. But that doesn't prove the colonists moved there. You know, because items could have been acquired by by trade or plunder, right? It doesn't mean that those people moved there. Somebody could have just stole that shit and and just got there anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like more recent research has pointed to a site called Mary Hill on on Albemarle Sound, and in 2015, archaeologists said that the concentration and dates of European artifacts at the site had convinced them that at least some of the lost Roanoke colonists ended up there, but likely fewer than a dozen. So, still, most of them were can't be accounted for so they don't know where the rest went so a chief Powhatan is said to have told Captain John Smith the leader of the Jamestown colony that he had massacred the colonists because they were living with a tribe he considered hostile but but the historians you know they don't believe that they, mm. they, they, they have some doubt about that so it's also possible some or all of the colonists escaped with one of the with one of the small boats White had left, but they perished at sea. So maybe like they were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna get out of here," you know. Maybe things were getting too too hot there, and they like, "Let's just take a boat and go." Or maybe they were forced to leave, mm-hmm. um, try to get back to England, you know, but or find another place to 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 squat because basically what they were doing is 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 squatting there, but. You know, people think that maybe they just went out when they went into the boat. They must have sunk in the water. And, of course, you're not going to find any remnants of them at all. But um, people don't know what happened to them. All they have is just that CRO and the word Croatoan. And it's been like a popular um, uh, story, like for a lot of, like Stephen King. I think mm-hmm. he did a book. He did a show kind of kind of like that. Um, what was that one called? The, the Ice Storm, I think. Was there a movie like Rat called Ravenous? With like the, they all left, but like there's somebody like ate them all or something. Like they, like it turned to cannibalism or something like that. Um, I I don't know. I haven't heard of that one. Storm of the Century was the movie. Yeah, that was the one that was like a Stephen King one, I think. <clears throat> and it was basically kind of the same thing, but except it had like, um, like a demonic spirit that had came and and and. You know, kind of taking people. It was like he was like supposedly responsible for the Croatoan mm-hmm. um, people, but you know, it, it's it's been popular. It's been like I said, it's been theorized. Nobody can figure out what happened, and the, and the clues are so minimal that it just perplexes people, and they can't, like I said, they can't really find anything. And if they do find remnants of you know like European like pots and stuff, they can't say that people went there. Like I said, because what if somebody just plundered their you know the leftover village and took the shit right? Yeah, that's how that's how I got you know moved around. So, um, that w- that's been like the most popular one. But there's some other ones that you know. A few I found a few other ones that were kind of like that. Um, this Wait. one is called New New City Village, also known as Demons Valley. So New New City Village was a cluster of homes built in an unknown time period in West Milford, New Jersey. So they were basically the buildings there were temporary housing for employees of the Newark the Newark watershed. So I guess the town was abandoned like in around 1982 with no official explanation. So the abandoned area is also known as the New City Complex in Demon Alley. And it was like, I guess there's been lots of like stories of like legends and ghost sightings, hauntings, possessions, paranormal activities there. Mm -hmm. Because it's so like creepy. Um, Because like all the homes left there are just, they're boarded up and all the roads are closed. But many of the many of the houses are still standing and contain all the household like appliances, furniture, personal belongings of all the people that live there. It's like the people just up and like disappeared just, or oh, wow. just just gone. Um there was like they thought like maybe there was a report of radiation contamination, but the government I guess when they people like contacted the government like, Hey, can you look under this? Uh, allegedly the government blocked any ongoing investigation of that area. Hmm. So so um the area was just 
raised in 2005 after arson and vandalism rendered you know demolition to it so it was basically that area was just been torn down now it's just there's no more remnants of it and again nobody knows what happened to the people i think what's weird is that you know all of the household stuff is there it's like as if they just i don't know they disappeared hmm. everything's in there they didn't take anything that that's, that's what's weird that's what's weird about what i'm these stories i'm telling you is it like like nothing was taken so another another story that i thought was also kind of weird was um it's called lake anjikuni the inuit village so this is in our canadian <clears throat> um neighbors of the north was another weird vanishing um people mm-hmm. so i guess it was this lake and it anjikuni was like a big like a booming fishing village and a lot of people there. It was getting big. A lot of people, um, you know, c- getting a lot of fish, selling them. It was, it was, it was, it was coming up. And so, um, November 1930, a fur trapper named Joe LaBelle, you know, he he'd been to the village and he went off to go, you know, check his furs, you know, see what he can get. When he came yeah. back, mm-hmm. um, you know, he was ready to come back and have a hot meal and you know get a hotel room and everything. But nobody was there. He, there was nobody in the town at all. Between 2,000 and 3,000 people. Like men, women, children, they've all like ev- just seemed to disappear. Just disappear, huh? Yeah. Each he he went and checked like all the shacks, and they contained empty. They were all empty, but um, and they looked like nothing had been like had had been a, a foul. Like nothing had been taken with them, but there was no like nothing was tipped over. Nothing. There was like no foul play. Like nothing. Nobody had like broken in or done anything like that. Food, supplies, and weapons also remained, which is something that you wouldn't do if you were gonna leave. You know, yeah, because stuff like that, you like if you were actually like, some, there was like a situation where you had to, you know, get out of town or get out, get out there. I mean, you would take some stuff. You, you would know, take, take at least weapons. Or, yeah, yeah, you would take something. But but those were all still back. So at one point, I guess when he was looking around, he spotted a fire in the distance. But he only, when he went to it, he only found a smoldering pot, like that was like just on the fire. But there was no signs of anybody. Hmm. And so. He he um he he left the village like fuck this like I don't know what the fuck's going on, so he called the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, which is the RCMP, to and they took up an investigation. And when they talked to like nearby settlers, the settlers had said that they had seen strange objects and lights in the sky just days before. Oh, I was just gonna say that I was like, I wonder if it's like aliens or. Yeah, um, and I guess when they arrived back at that at that basically a ghost town. A ghost village. They um they found open graves in which the bodies had been removed. Hmm. And, and another weird thing was like sled dogs, which were, you know back then that was the way of you know transportation. Yeah. And they were very they were you know highly valuable. They were found dead and, and of starvation, and they were buried beneath snowdrifts. Oh, that's so, weird. Yeah, there was no nobody ever found any of the settlers. Nobody ever knows what happened to them. It's just like they just disappeared. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. That's a weird one because, like I said, you're out. You know, it's 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 a Canadian like northern town or mm-hmm. northern area. And it's cold. You know, you you need supplies. You know, you need to be warm. You need food. I mean, you so need transportation. There's no like even like traces of like maybe somebody raiding the place or no. But like, again, no, or? no. Like I said, like 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 nothing looked like a foul. That like the doors weren't broken down. Mm. Even if they were, how are you gonna? How are you going to take two to 3,000 people away? Yeah, I know. That's just <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's a big... I mean, whoever did that, like the Vikings would have to come through and pillage the place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... I don't know. I don't, I don't understand that one. It's... It, it's also weird as... Remember the Malaysia Flight 370? Mm-hmm. Remember that one that... Yeah. The, or, March, March... So in case anybody didn't know, I'll just kind of talk about it real quick. March 8th. 2014 Malaysia Air- Airlines Flight 370 was taken off from Kuala Lumpur and route to Beijing. So it was basically like 2,700 miles um, was is how long the flight was supposed to be. But there was 239 people on board, and about 45 minutes after takeoff, the plane lost contact with air con <coughs> with air traffic control board. So I guess the investigation just kind of said that the um, that the that the severing of the contact occurred at the time of the transponders malfunctioning. So basically, that's when they lost 
they lost uh, contact with them was when the transponder also started malfunctioning, which is mm-hmm. kind of weird because that black box is supposed to work. At yeah, all it's times. supposed to record like everything. Yeah. And a tiny island in the Strait of Malacca named Palau Parak is the last known location of the plane. The island was, in fact, um, the opposite direction of the plane's flight path, suggesting to many of the theorists that the plane had been hijacked by someone on board. So basically, it was going the opposite way it was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, you know, as we all know, that there's been no um, um, finding of the black box or any remnants of anybody, um, no survivors. I mean, it's just... I know they didn't disappear, but it's it's weird how this one... Because I remember when this happened back in 2014, I remember people talking about, yeah, you know, a government. They didn't say our government, but the mm-hmm. government probably had hijacked it, and they were like, they flew them into a mountain for testing, you know? Yeah. People were kind of talking about stuff like that. I remember someone saying that... Was it someone saying there was like a missile? Like a missile shot it down or something like that? Oh, I didn't hear that. The, the only time I heard a missile was when... Uh, in 9-11. Remember that one with with the... The Pentagon? The Pentagon, yeah. Remember remember they said that the plane was shot down by a missile? It wasn't really the plane itself. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what could have happened to, the, to this flight. And I remember it was like, a, it's been a real big deal. I mean, and I think like on like TV, like I saw a commercial, there's going to be a new show where basically like the people went on. Have you seen that commercial where the people were supposed to like get on the plane and they, they show up like in say, I, th- I don't know if it's DC or something and the cops were all there because it's a plane that had disappeared five years ago and the people are like no we just we just took our normal flight but everyone on ground is like no you've been gone for five years oh okay yeah so it's gonna be kind of weird you know the only have you seen that commercial is it a commercial or is it a it's, it's a show it's a show that's coming out okay so it's like a trailer for a yeah for, for a tv show the only bad thing I'm going to hate about that is, of course, it's five years later. So a lot of the people here who had families on there have moved on. And when they come back, they're gonna, you know, it's going to be some drama shit where, yeah. oh, you married my best friend. You know, that type of shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to see that. But <laughs> but the concept's kind of cool. And, and I, I've heard of people saying, like, maybe it, it went into some type of void or some time vortex. Or maybe, you know, I've heard of people saying, like, maybe that flight is going to reappear, like, in another five years or some. You know, I don't remember why they said the years, but... You know, and I'm wondering if the show kind of got its idea from the Malaysia Flight 370. Yeah, probably. I know. Kind of reminds you. Kind of reminds me of like a Lost. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the the missile goes down, or the missile, the the plane the goes plane. down, and and nobody yeah. knows where they're at. Exactly, they can't be found, or like basically, yeah, on that island. It's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting, and I wonder if I wonder if we'll ever know. Probably not. Not in our lifetime. So I got one more weird story. So this is the village of Hor Verde. So this is another weird one where um, this disappearance occurred in 1923 in a Brazilian town with a population roughly being 600 people. So this mystery is specifically puzzling um, since little is known about the town or its people to begin with. So... As visitors, as visitors to the village entered the small town, they were immediately struck by how dead everything was. So, you know, people people had been, you know, traveling through there, coming and going, trading, this and that. But when they started showing up there, everything was just really quiet one day. And they were like, what the hell? Mm. So, unlike any of the other villages, you know, for some reason, 600 people were not walking around the streets there. They're like, what the hell? So everything seemed normal, you know, hanging signs, you know, were just still waving in the wind. They creaked. Um, There was just kind of like an odd feeling there is what people who who had um, first found that place, they they thought this is really odd. It's it's really like ghost-like, scary-like though. Mm. Like, like, Like it didn't feel normal. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it just felt like a, a, a creepish feeling. So authorities were called in, and they launched an, inve- an investigation, and they concluded that the town's inhabitants seemed to be gone without a trace. Hmm. So as they came to the town's school, they found a gun, which they took to be forensically, forensically examined. And after a cursory examination, they realized it had, been, it had been fired the day before, but by whom and at what they were unsure of. Mm-hmm. So investigators, investigators also went into the school and they saw on the blackboard that there was words on there that were written there is no salvation 
So um, the big manhunt ensued, you know, because like six hundred people can't disappear, you know. Yeah. Um, and 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 people searched all around the area, all around the local, you know, jungles and everything. They didn't find one person. Um, and even to this day, it's still an unsolved mystery. <clears throat> um. So uh, one newspaper reported the, the the reason for the town's disappearance was probably because like in 1923 um there was a lot of like you know guerrillas um like you know warriors and stuff like that and they thought mm-hmm. maybe the people had fled because of that but again where 600 people went to yeah cuz you, you know, can't like organize that many people and just like no that. like we're out of here let's yeah, all go together just like and, leave their lives behind yeah, and, and even if they did, I mean, I mean, some people probably wouldn't make it, and there would be like you know remnants of them, and mm-hmm. and then even if they made it to you know say a big city or another city, they would st- probably still be like, hey, we were from that town. But you, you know, think this? Would... You know, there's always like like one dude, like just like the hurricanes and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, there's always that one guy's like, I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's so always like somebody this, that's just hard-headed about it, right? be like one dude, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to go. I don't care. Yeah, but. I'm fucking staying here. I'm guarding my shit with my shotgun. <laughs> you think so. there'd be like one dude that would be there. I was like, yeah, hey, left like, to go yeah. get ice cream, and I didn't want to go. Yeah, I know. So, um, kind of going back to that phrase, there was no salvation, because this was written in Portuguese. Um, though the phrase was largely translated into English, the phrase holds little significance in English or Portuguese. But however, if the words had been, um, I'm going to try and read it, ills est hod salus in Latin mm. or some variation of it, it could have been related to the phrase extra exalium nulla salus, which is a Catholic phrase meaning outside of the church there is no salvation. Mm-hmm. So if this was a, if this was a case and, a lar- and then, you know, they were largely Catholic in, 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 in Brazil, you know, it could have just been a lesson that they were being taught. You know, by the by the priests there, mm. or the nuns, and maybe it was interrupted by some unknown force. You know, mm. like maybe they would they would just be in class when something happened. They were just writing that out, and you know they didn't get. Oh, the, I see. Yeah, they're just they didn't get the whole thing out. And has nothing to do with what, exactly. What it might not have anything to do with why they disappeared. May not have any significance to why they disappeared at all. Or maybe it was a rapture. It could have been. Yeah. Um. But again, like I said. These 600 people have been missing since, you know, even today. Like Croatoan, like like the Inuit village, you know, there's no, uh, the new city village, you know, that Demon's Valley. There's mm-hmm. no there's no explanation for any of this stuff happening. And the reason I thought of this was the movie Phantoms, like I said at the beginning. Um, if you, you said you didn't see it or you do remember it. I remember seeing it. I think we went to the theater to watch it. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think I saw that with you there. Yeah, I think we saw it together. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had to um, – so basically what it was, because if you remember, it was just like baby – like it was, a, it was basically an Earth-based amoebic life form that absorbs its victims while gaining their knowledge. So basically it was just like some big old um, like, like creature that, that just ate everybody. But it couldn't mm-hmm. eat. You remember, like it left like, like um, um, heaps of like jewelry and necklaces and all this stuff. Yeah, it could only eat anything that's like organic. It, exactly. Yeah, it, had, it was basically had to shit that other stuff out, you know, because it couldn't absorb it. And it was basically because of all the people had eaten, it could take their memories and all this stuff. And um, people had had you know were afraid and thought of it as like maybe you know angelic or like a god. So after doing this so many times, you know, over over time. Like, allegedly, he had eaten the Mayans, you know, because, you know, the mm. Mayans had also disappeared. Yeah. Um, allegedly, maybe the Croatoan, the folks there in, in North Carolina, it ate them too, right? Because there's no, there no remnants. They just disappeared. Mm. And so, you know, this was the reason why. I know this is just a book. This Oh, this was just a movie. But it, it made me think, you know, like, you know, what, what if something besides aliens... You know, something, you know, amoebic life form, like the blob. Remember the movie The Blob? <laughs> <laughs> just fucking ate everybody. Yeah. Well, that'd be kind of, that'd be creepy if it's just. That would be fucking. Blob. Yeah. But the blob got bigger every time it ate. Remember that? It yeah. Super huge. So, I, I mean, it'd have to be something that could just kind of, you know, shrink itself. Like, after it eats, it's good for, you know, it goes dormant for like 100 years. You know, stuff like that. Um, I thought there was always cases of uh, 
there's also cases of like people who like where they uh the combustion where they just kind of they catch on fire and they spontaneous they, combustion spo- yeah spontaneous combustion yeah but that's that's a lot of people I don't know. It can to one. But, it can happen but, to but, like a but, lot of people at the same time. But then it leaves a lot of traces. I was gonna say yes. Yeah. Some of their body's still there. Yeah, because it, it like the, it doesn't it doesn't burn everything. And, yeah. yeah, it doesn't burn everything. So that's why that wouldn't that wouldn't be a, a reasoning. I I think I remember reading about the Mayans. How I just said um, how they disappeared. But I think they would. I had read or I saw a show where they talked about basically the Mayans had kind of doomed themselves because they cut down too many trees because they were trying to, you know, they were building things, mm-hmm. I guess, with them and, and transporting, using them for transport. And when you when you take away a lot of the trees, you know, it, it takes away, like, the humidity in the air through transportation. Yeah. And basically they, the l- lack of moisture in the air meant lack of rain, which means they had droughts and all their crops failed and they had to leave. Like, a lot of them died. They just kind of, yeah, died and then just kind of wandered off into the to, yeah, like, and stuff. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's basically like a, you know, almost like a, if you will, a pandemic. Mm-hmm. They, they wiped themselves out because they, they took away all their, their moisture in the air. So there was no more rain. So, again, these, these other folks in these towns... It's weird, like I said, that Phantoms movie. It, it's a good explanation. Like, it's some type of life form that, like I said, eats every hundred years. You know, it needs to just eat a bunch of people, and then it's good. You know, it's done. But, because I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that's what it is, but I don't know what would have caused or how all these people would have just disappeared. That's your, best th- that's your best theory that you have? No, nah, that's not my theory. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think, it made me think when I was watching that, and they talked about the Mayans, and I thought, huh, I remember seeing something about that, so I looked more into that, and then I said, oh, so that's why I started, I, I digressed, and I started thinking, well, what, have there been any other places, you know, people, because a lot of times, you know, there might be one person that disappears, right? But uh-huh. when you have, like, a whole town of, like, at least 600 or more, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot to pull that off. I mean, David Copperfield couldn't pull that shit off. <laughs> He's a damn genius. Mm-hmm. So fantastic! I don't know. I have I have no theory. If anything, I would have to say it would be like an alien theory. I mean, I don't know anything about their technology, so if I can't I can't diss it. You you know what makes me think of is you know how people say like um like we're living in a simulation. Yes. And like we're just kind of like in a big computer game. What if they just got deleted? <laughs> you know like they were Matrix? like not, yeah. They, they, you know they're just like you know. The yeah, NP- we don't need like these NPC anymore. characters that just, just they like, yeah. We don't need we don't need these guys to just yeah, delete they, they them. Have out no the yeah, yeah. They have no value. Yeah, they have no value. Let's let's rewrite the code and put yeah. them somewhere else. Huh, let's let's put them, you know, like these are old these were like, you know, many years ago, so let's put them somewhere in a better place like Chernobyl, you know. <laughs> 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 I got some big plans for that place. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. That's that's a that's that's an interesting theory. That's that's pretty good. I never thought of that. That could, that could be if you want if you want to think they were in a matrix or some type of you know simulation they could have just been purged. Yeah, a lot of people think that, and hmm. Elon Musk thinks that we're in the matrix. Oh, does true. he? Yeah, he's he's one, he's like a really big opponent of, for uh, that theory. Hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting theory to think about, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, dis- I mean, how can you pr- disprove it? I mean, you can't really, right? Can you? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, when and you, when if we, s- if we are, what's on the outside? Oh, that's a, that's just kind of. It's probably just like some kid, just playing, some just big, yeah, game. just playing a video game. <laughs> I know, we're just all part of his life. And we're all just... in like a, a a giant Nintendo sixty four. Shit, <laughs> fucking hated the sixty four. Me too. <laughs> so it makes me mad. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Well, it couldn't be like remember the Saint Elsewhere. Remember that that finale? Oh yeah, the <laughs> that some, came with the some, snow globe. Like, his dream, yeah. Yeah, he's all just imagining the whole thing. <laughs> Everyone was so pissed off at that. I know. Ending. <laughs> it's the fucking worst ending ever. It's a shitty <laughs> ending, man. All I know. For all the, yeah, exactly. For all the for all the stories they did at the end, it just been some kid with I think he was autistic or something. Yeah, it was some autistic kid or something. And he, it was a snow globe. Fuck. <laughs> I'm glad I was too young to watch that, but I can laugh at it. <laughs> Well, it's just like we were talking about, like Lost, and their and their you know, ending. There's a lot of people who find that ending to be fantastic, and who find really? it to be just refreshing, and 
it's so 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 witty and so like genius yeah man if, if you go online you can see a lot of people that that, that are advocates for that whole ending like it's it's just those of you who don't get it are, are stupid because you need to be spoon fed everything is basically how they put it yeah well I think we were talking about the Sopranos too I mean there's it's kind of like 50-50 yeah yeah there's a lot of people yeah but the thing is I, I mean I, I think it's like I feel like with Lost for me I feel like it's more like 70-30 or 80-20 people are more mad <laughs> I don't know I'm 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 on that spectrum too because I didn't I didn't I didn't find all my questions to be answered but you know if somebody wants to write in and tell us how stupid we are I'll take it. Well, that note, that note we should probably end the show now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Go ahead and fuck us up. <laughs> so <laughs> if <laughs> so even though you want to fuck us up have a good morning evening or night. And we'll see you next week. Until then, stay strange. Bye-bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you.